everyone, Lucy Kippest here, editor of Flying Solo. This episode is supported by Flying Solo's premium membership, stacks of low-cost tools and promotional benefits to help your business thrive. Find more details on our website. Now, on to the show. Today's guests are two women with lots of passion for what they do. Ali Swanson and Libby Malavy hail from a tiny town called Tamora in the Riverina area of New South Wales. And as they say, never let a thing like geographical location get in the way of your dreams. I love that. Welcome, Ali and Libby, to our <laughs> Flying Solar podcast. Uh, Hello. Hi. <laughs> so wonderful to speak to you guys finally. I wanted to start the interview today by just telling our listeners a bit, a bit about your brand, which is called Kindly Darling. Um, so if you want to tell us a bit about the brand and what you do, that would be a great place to start. Yes, great. So Kindly Darling is a sustainable uh, women's clothing um, brand. So we stock all sustainable clothing here at Kindly Darling. We really wanted to create a hub for women to be able to shop sustainably very easily. So we do all of the hard work for you. Um, so what we mean by sustainable is that all of the products that we stock is eco-friendly materials and it is also ethically made. So um, we yeah, I really wanted to create a community um, that focuses on um, pretty much being kind. So it's all in our name, Kindly Darling. Um, but we want um, everyone to try and be a little bit more kind to um, the environment, kind to other people by shopping ethically, and um, essentially kind to each other as well. So, yeah, that's what we're all about here, being kind. That's beautiful. What a beautiful message. And... May I also say some gorgeous clothes, um, but we'll get to that a bit later. Um, we, well, I met you guys when we were doing our Bricks and Clicks Roadshow in Wagga Wagga, um, and I heard from someone in there that your shop is famously pink or almost all pink or mostly pink or something. <laughs> Can you clarify yeah, yeah. that for me? Definitely. Oh, my gosh, we love pink. <laughs> our whole yeah. floor is completely pink. So it's definitely a girly dream to be working in here and, yeah, everyone that um, comes to visit just loves our little store. So, yeah, it's it's so much fun being in this just pink, pink room and environment. Yeah, <laughs> makes you happy every day you come in. I bet it does. Um, yeah. Just to take one little other step back a bit as well. So we're in. describe a little bit for us um, the streetscape that you're in. Are there How many other businesses do you reckon there are? sort of nearby to you guys can you paint a bit of a picture for us of what it is what it looks like yeah so we're in a, we're in a um in a small country town um and you know there are a few uh so homewares sort of stores in town um we're next to a pizza shop actually so that's kind of a bit worrying at night times when we work late <laughs> um <laughs> There's a Telstra shop. We've got accountants near us and beauty beauticians, and yeah, like we we have quite a good little hive here in Tamora um, of um, small business and everything like that. So, and it's really great in little towns like this. We're we're really proud to have a bricks and mortar store as well as the online component because you know we want to keep our town alive in other ways as well as the agricultural sector. So. Yeah, it's really we're we're really proud to have this um presence in our little town as well. 
Absolutely. And I do, I do want to get stuck into a bit of, you know, what's going on for the community there in a minute. But also I wanted to ask you, was your shop a dress shop before you guys were in there? <laughs> is it? No. No. <laughs> Most definitely not. So this, um, this was a, like a stock and station agent. Um, and it's, you know, the floor was com- like the carpet was completely dirty from sheep farmers coming in after the sale yards and <laughs> Oh, so I think you might need to. Yeah. I think you might need to explain to to me anyway what that is. What's a stock and station shop? Um, so they um, wholesale um, meat and things to butchers. Um, oh, yeah, so they the oh, ones wow. do, okay. like from the farmers to getting to the butchers, and you know they go to all the uh, sheep sales or whatever um, you know sales, yeah. and yeah. Um, so and also station as well, selling um, properties by, you know, just like a um, right, like yeah. a real estate kind of. Yeah, that's but for, for animals right. <laughs> and farms. And so, so yeah, just imagine, imagine lots of men. Lots of men in work clothes and work boots tramping through here. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah that, that's what it was. <laughs> Completely different. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I love yep. that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, now, you're both mums running this business together and Ali you're just about to have your fourth child <laughs> yes uh, yes yes and that's very soon isn't it in a matter of yes days. I know I'm so excited yes, yes. <laughs> I'm just wondering how it works then for you both in terms of balancing your time so how do you how do you combine that home stuff with a business when you both have young families how does your working week work so I think you know it's always going to be with anyone that has children and works or studies or um, so forth it's always a struggle to you know make sure that you keep the work-life balance Um, there's always going to be times when one tips to the other side but the good thing is Libby and I are a really great team Um, and so we work you know Libby will work some days I'll work other days when our children um, you know, are in care or looked after by our grandparents or at school, preschool and so forth. And that's when we'll come in and do majority of work like in-store when we're open. We don't open every day for that reason because we do want to be there for our children. Um, yeah. And also the beauty of having an online business is that it can work around our children. So a lot of the things that we do online um, can be done when our children are napping or, um, you know, after yeah. dinner when everyone's in bed, we can sort of get on and upload product and do all that that kind of thing and definitely I think for both of us this is you know something that we love so much like we've always loved clothing we love you know style and fashion and we've become extremely passionate in the last few years about sustainability and leaving a better planet for our children and so this is something that is for us as well um while we love our role as mothers so much, best thing that we've ever done in our whole world, it's also nice to have keep a bit of yourself and um, yes. show our children as well what women can do, mm-hmm. uh, and not and not just be the nurturer and carer that we have passions and dreams. And if you mm-hmm. put your mind to it, you can achieve anything. So absolutely, yeah. I'm into that. And I wonder, <laughs> you talk then about um, balancing between you know, doing the stuff on the digital side of the business versus when you're in the shop. 
did that did you start out off with a plan for how that would work and that's changed over time or do you just do that flexibly in terms of what works for you week to week yeah so originally um our whole our whole plan was to be a completely digital store so we weren't actually going to have a shop run at all um we were very lucky that right. we had a yeah shop front that we could actually um, make use of um and we decided we really wanted to bring that to tomorrow as well because we love our local community and um you know the more shops that we have full in the main street the better it is for our town um so that kind of then switched having to do that juggling act that we actually had to be physically in a shop rather than what we originally planned mm. of, uh, you know, just being able to manage mm-hmm. online. But if anything, I would say it actually helps us because we then, I mean, anyone who has tried to work from home, especially with young children, knows that that is a very difficult thing <laughs> to do. Um, so, yes. Yeah. So the fact that we actually have days in our store actually really helps us to be able to focus on the online as well because we're purely focusing on our business. Um, and because we are a small town, um, we aren't, you know, ridiculously busy in store either. So we can focus on spending that time, you know, in the digital space. And I'm guessing you can give your own, the customers that do come in then quite a bit oh. of quality attention. Oh. I'm sure it's an amazing place. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. It's <laughs> lots of fun. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's always fun to uh, for everyone locally to be able to come in. We do, like, girls' nights and have some bubbles and nibbles and, you know, really connect with everyone and find out what type of things they're after and things. And it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, yeah, it's great having both. Really. Sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. Great balance there. And speaking of your customer, who who do you – what is your ideal customer or who is your ideal customer? So um, our ideal customer um, is really someone who um, is looking to buy pieces that are investment pieces that they're going to be keeping in their wardrobe. Um, they're not interested in just getting the cheapest possible deal that – you know, um, and then wearing that product for, you know, two wears and being able to get rid of it and buy again um, because we are, you know, clearly not the fast mm-hmm. fashion movement. Um, all of the product that we stock is quality made. Um, so our customer is definitely looking for quality. Um, and she yep. is someone who um, might not have a lot of time. So she is someone that's um, wanting to uh shop sustainably so she does care about the environment um she might not you know know everything or do because none of us do i mean it's really hard to to make sure that you're doing everything um completely right all the time and you know as much as even recycling here can be difficult for people because we don't have a recycling pickup in tomorrow um so yeah even that is like a challenge for people (laughs) so we just try to make it Mm. a little bit simpler Mm. for people to continue to do things sustainably um, uh, in an easy way because, um, you know, our ideal customer is definitely probably a mum as well. She doesn't have a lot of time. She wants to be able to come in store if she can, but she also wants to be able to jump online and just get it online. And she really likes the idea of being a part of a community um, because we really promote that as Kindly Darling, that we are creating a community of people who all support each other um, and who are all kind to each other. So, um, you know, she's, she's someone who cares essentially. 
Ooh, so lovely. So your Instagram is actually a great, great reflection of that. You have an excellent um, mm-hmm. page there. How much time and planning do you put into that side of the of the business planning? So the social media. Yeah. Aspect? So at the moment, social media is definitely something that we would spend a, a huge portion of our time on. Um, essentially, doing. Um, your social media, uh, if you're not paying for ads and things like that, it, it's free. Um, so building a presence there um, to get your business out to everyone is really, really important that you're focusing time onto that. Um, so we spend a lot of time focusing on our social media, our Instagram, our Facebook, um, and we use other apps to help us with that planning. So we use an app called Planoli for our Instagram. It just means that we can spend time um, creating the Instagram, so spend a decent amount of time on there, um, creating our Instagram format um, and scheduling the posts so that we're not just jumping on here and there and having to do it um, because that's very difficult. Um, we can devote time to actually yes. doing it for a set period of time and then it's all going to upload over the coming week. So, And do you find that because you're obviously business partners, does does one of you feel more naturally inclined to do the social media than the other? Or is it is it a genuinely well, shared definitely Libby is incredible with the Instagram layout um, in terms of the visual and also the captions. So Libby definitely takes on that component. Um, but then it's really good in regards to um, creating a community on both Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. with in regards to commenting on people's um, you know, different profiles, replying to messages uh, and keeping the stories up that we both do equal amount in that mm-hmm. so that obviously, yeah, it's not just lumped on one person. Um, we can spread it out because that's another component of it is the, you know, constant being on there all the time and, and, and connecting with other people as well it takes quite a bit of time as well. So mm-hmm. we both get in and that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Now, so obviously we've established that Tamora is in, a, is, yep. is in a rural town. Can you tell us what that means for you as business owners? Maybe one positive thing. One yeah, definitely. Thing. So being in a rural community, I must say, is incredible. And probably if we were in an urban area, we would not be able to have started the business like we have um, with lower setup costs and um, living costs in rural areas. Uh, it really means that there are so many more opportunities in regards to being able to start small businesses and just um, giving dreams a go. Uh, they're a, bit, they're a little bit safer in terms of the financial commitment. Um, and also mm-hmm. it's just it's a really great community vi- kind of vibe in, in, in rural areas. Everyone helps and gets behind you. Our local council is absolutely incredible with helping uh, small businesses start and with educational opportunities and and of course everyone gets behind you and helps you out whether that's you know oh look after your children if you've got something on now or um, you know there's just so many things in that regard which is fantastic for starting a business obviously the challenging thing is that mm. we are in a rural town that is dictated heavily by our the, the fact that we're an agricultural sector. So we are dictated heavily by the um, what happens every year at harvest and our farmers. So 
when it's a hard year for the farmers, it's a hard year for all small business uh, because, as I say, the majority of the majority of work is from that sector. Uh, so, in, in regards to that, not many people will shop if they're in drought and things like that because they just don't have that extra cash available. Yes. Um, and also, obviously, the walk-ins wouldn't be as much as living in an urban area where there's just more population for people to just be walking past on your street any given day. So they're probably the more challenging components of yep. opening a store in um, rural area, which is why we have dedicate to online as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Another great plus for having both both mm-hmm. that online and yeah. offline presence for your business. What do you think? Um, what What's your favourite thing about your town? The favourite thing is definitely just the community, like a small town community. There's there's nothing like it. Um, and Tamora is fantastic. Um, people really support each other here, and and we love that. Um, and the fact that it is a small town too. Um, means in terms of our children um, and raising a family, it, it is a lot easier for us, um, in, you know, being able to um, even close the business for half an hour when we take a break to go and grab the kids. Is, it doesn't take long. I mean, when you live in the city, yes. that's not necessarily possible. Um, and, yeah, just, just a small town um, living is, yeah. is a lot easier. Definitely more, it's more family-centric yeah. community so yeah they're like happy with us to put on we're going to a child's assembly how exciting um you know back in 10 minutes and they're like oh how did it go how yeah. did you know how did the assembly go did you get awards you know all that kind of thing it's it's really lovely wow. and uh yeah it's it's beautiful it t- definitely takes a village to raise children and um <laughs> we have a perfect village for that yeah. We've got a village. You've got a village. You've got a village. That's awesome. Um, I I know you touched on it a little bit before, Ali, but what do you think is, uh, if you can narrow it down, I suppose, um, one of the biggest challenges that's facing Tamora at the moment? Definitely the drought. And we are in Tamora in this area. We are a lot better off than a lot of, of the country at the moment. It's absolutely devastating for a lot of other areas in Australia, with not having any rainfall for years now, um, it's 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 a, it's a very scary, yeah, it's just a very scary thing, and that it, it really dictates even the mood of the community mm. um, when there's rains forecasted and everyone is so excited and gets all prepared for that, and then it doesn't come. It's yeah. you can really sense the mood in town. It's really low because obviously a lot of money is invested into that, into just putting in crops um, each year. Then obviously you need the correct rainfall and things to be able to um, gain a good yield from that. And also just being able to feed your livestock and um, keep them alive. Uh, just the water, you know, with the water running dry, having to cart water and things mm-hmm. like that. It's yeah, it's a huge um, challenge. So, yeah, definitely in all regional areas in Australia that are um, experiencing drought, it's it's something that just doesn't affect the farmers. It affects the whole community down to the children, um, you know, going home to their families 
with all this stress and things, it's sort of a, yeah, it's a really hard, hard time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, obviously, I think you mentioned before one of the limitations is that you don't obviously have lots of customers in the same way you would coming into the online, uh, sorry, the, the bricks and mortar store as you would in the city. I'm wondering how being rural either impact, like enhances or impacts your networking for, uh, with other businesses as well. Because I know that you guys are part of a Facebook group called Like Minded <laughs> Bitches Drinking Wine, yeah. but in the Riverina region. Because I know that's <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's a terrible name. Yeah, great, group, yeah. terrible. great group. Great group. Yeah. <laughs> great group. Awkward to say. Awkward to say. Um, how do you find the networking with other businesses? Yeah. Like I know that page is thriving. But what else do you do? Uh, is there anything else you do? Do so you do obviously, real life events, in um, real life events? You know, we're not like our city counterparts in the fact that we could go to every single, you know, there's some amazing events that always happen in Sydney and Melbourne that we're like, oh, it would be so awesome to just go to that this afternoon and be able to come home and, um, you know, but it obviously takes a lot, a lot more preparation to attend events in um, city areas. So in that regard, we miss out on those big, you know, not we won't all the time be able to go to the big business chicks events and um, things like that or the big sustainable forums depending on what's happening in our lives and, you know, be able to take off a lot of time to go up to Sydney. Um, but in saying that, we have a really amazing area in the Riverina that really supports businesses. There's an incredible women's network, business women's network in Wagga Wagga and they bring a lot of huge name business inspiring mm-hmm. women um like emma isaacs from business chicks um she came to wagga last year and um did a talk about her new book winging it and um really inspired everyone um then and you know samantha wills uh was in wagga earlier this year and they're always trying to get these um different speakers to come to the region which is really fantastic to have that opportunity and there are always you know they're always pushing for um, different also networking events where you can go and have Sunday sips and mm-hmm. things like that in Wagga. Um, and in terms of personally what we do as well, mm-hmm. we we really do like to um, connect with other businesses locally. So we'll you know reach out on social media to local businesses and even if it's just chatting and supporting them online on Instagram with a like and a comment and things like that, we mm-hmm. find that that really um, is a really great thing as well to network and boost yep. everyone else's local business in the area yeah yeah so wonderful I really think there's something in the water in Wagga because I just can't get over how much creativity there is there in in your town it's It's a great innovative hub but yeah it's amazing um it definitely is it's very inspiring um and now we've kind of reached time now, so I wanted to wrap things up by at Flying Solo at the moment we're talking a lot about wellness for business owners because, unfortunately, as you probably would be aware, it's one of the things that gets mm-hmm. quickly taken off our to-do list when we're very busy. How do you guys manage to stay well? What's your sort of number one thing that you won't not do? 
yeah so um, especially when you're starting out a new business like we um, have recently you can spend just a ridiculous amount of time and every waking spare minute just completely focused on that business Um, and especially when you're trying to build a big um, presence online um, the social world for anyone not even business owners but just people in general everyday life um, I think that social media um, can actually be really detrimental to your health because you're just on it all the time and it's always available so one thing that we are introducing and something that we've been doing for a little bit now is um, Ali and I are both doing no social media Sundays so we do not touch social media on a Sunday. Um, so that means that we're not posting on Sundays for our own business or our personal. Um, we're not doing stories. We're not commenting um, because you just really need to take time to switch off. Um, so get away from that online presence completely and just focus mm. on, you know, your family um, or, you know, being out in your garden that day or, you know, just enjoying some time with friends, but just being off your socials um so that's something that we think you need to take time even if you know um you just say that you know uh, on friday afternoon um and all friday night i'm not touching it um you need to spend time where you just focus on you um and don't look at what anyone else is doing just just be in your moment with yourself um and your family yeah yeah. <laughs> Such good advice. Excellent advice. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Um, I want to make sure that everybody gets your Instagram account name. Do you want to give that a shout out? Yes. So, so it's pretty easy. Our Instagram is just Kindly Darling. Um, so K-I-N-D-L-Y-D-A-R-L-I-N-G. And our uh, website is just www.kindlydarling.com. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for coming, guys. Really appreciate it. And that's where we'll leave this show from Flying Solo and your host, Robert Gerrish. We'd love to receive feedback, even a brief review for those listening via iTunes. If you're planning to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, check out our bestseller, Flying Solo, How to Go It Alone in Business. It includes everything we know about working on your own. And of course, we invite you to dive into the resources and supportive community at flyingsolo.com.au. 